0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tech Your Business podcast. Today on the show, half of the time, we have a guest on. Our guest today is Rick Della and Rick is the founder of Jazz for Peace Foundation. The Jazz for Peace Foundation, for the past two decades, has been using jazz to spread the message of peace worldwide and today he'll share a bit of his experiences with us and also his use of tech in spreading good around the world and today the intro will be a bit different because he's going to play some of his music for us so welcome to the show rick
1: thank you so much for having me michael i'm excited to uh, help your viewers understand how we're using all of these advances in technology uh, in a philanthropical way to help make our world a better place. And uh, as promised, I'm going to start out with a musical selection. And I have something special today because uh, a musician passed away this past week, While well, between our, you know, original scheduling and the date, which is today of this podcast. And his name was Sixto Rodriguez. And he was famous. He had a, he had songs that were famous in Africa because his CDs came out and the record company decided not to promote him in the United States and to, and to promote another artist. They took all of his records and they just brought them to South Africa. And he became famous without even knowing it in Cape Town, South Africa. So he had songs that were big hits, but he had no idea. Now, the funny story is, okay... I had a woman visiting from uh, Uganda, and of course, uh, people knew that I performed in Africa, so they brought her over here to this studio, and she wanted me to play something, and I was playing a song, and she said, she said, I love that song, Rick, but I was wondering, could you play something that you wrote? And I said, I did write this song. She said, no, you didn't. That song is famous where I am in Uganda. I said, but I wrote this is my song. She said, but they, <laughs> the band plays it every Friday night in Kampala, Uganda. And I said, oh my God, because what happened was I, as you know, we spoke. I I go to Africa to perform to help outstanding causes, and I have I put together the bands of African musicians, and they play my they play my songs. But I leave them <laughs> with the music when I come back, so they. Keep going and play this song. I'm gonna put so it's like a medley. In between, I'm gonna play something that I'm doing for uh, this situation with uh, with Julian Assange, where uh, we have a problem right now. With people are concerned about freedom of speech. They're concerned about the rights of journalists to write what they believe in without being attacked. And of course, they're interested. They're concerned about now with these wars going on, innocent civilians dying. So. It's going to start with this Sugar Man. It's going to go into a free improvisation called Free J.A. Then it's going to lead to my song that happens to be, according to people, famous in Africa. And that song is called Stop and Smell the Roses. And hopefully I'll keep this into a just a few minutes here.
2: Sugar
3: Man you hurry, cause I'm tired of all these scenes. For a blue coin, won't you bring back all those colors to my dreams. Silver magic ships you carry, jumpers, Two. Thank no. you.
0: <laughs> Lovely and true. Most most times, I actually have a uh, music playing in the background when I'm working. So, I'm a big fan of music. <laughs> really right. big fan. All right. So, you know, when you're, when you're telling me about the Sugar Man story, it got me thinking. If because mm-hmm. you said um, he released this song back in the day, and I remember the, when I was younger, we used to have these vinyl um, records. Um, you put in the record player and all that. So I'm thinking right. probably, yeah, if you released that song or if you released that album today with all the technology we have today, how different would it have been?
1: Well, the difference would have been people would have been able to, act to access it through the Internet and promote it through the Internet. And so anybody would be able to get a download of the, of it or, or something like that. The problem, so it's a double edged sword because mm-hmm. the good part about the old way is that you purchased each product. So each time, you know, each person you could you could own it. Now now you can do that with an NFT but it's not really set up you know the way music was where you go to a store you buy the record. So the really good news was you could go to a store, buy the record and hopefully the artist would get some of that money depending on how badly he was, you know, ripped off by the recording company or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, money would be spent and hopefully some of it would get to the artist. And uh, then the artist could, you know, uh, also get money touring after the song became famous or whatever. Um, The bad news is, and this is something no one ever talks about. And they don't talk about it in the um, in the documentary either, because a lot of these uh, secrets of industry are very they're they're kept very quiet. Uh, For example, um, here in New York, the Astor you'll see the name Astor everywhere A S T O R Astor Place Astor Foundation Astor this Astor that the Astoria the Waldorf Astoria with also the name Astor well Astor was a family that had a lot they were like the the you know Bill Gates or whatever of that day and when the person would die in his will the 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 inheritor was Requests required to burn all of the documents so that you mm. didn't know his business secrets. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. people often don't. People are abhorred at the secrets of business when they find out the, the things that, that people did. You know, uh, you hear about it in Africa with these diamonds over in. Uh, yeah. You know. Right. And Sierra Leone, the horrors of kids working and all that stuff uh, with the cobalt mines. We hear about it all everywhere, but it's it all over the world. It's this way. Anyway, in the music industry, some of us who are in the industry do find out about these really terrible things that the companies do. And one thing they would do is um, and I knew a musician who was signed to one of these bands and he said his band got a major label contract with a whole bunch of other you know, in other words, there were all there were a bunch of great bands playing a similar style and they were all great and they were all competing against each other. And you would very, very most likely you would like one, a a, a handful, a few of them or all of them you would like. You know what I mean? And the record label, in order to sell more records, because that's what they cared about, not the lives of these people. They didn't care about their lives. They cared about their sales. They would sign all of them, sign them all, and then they would take one artist and mm. they would basically bury the other ones alive. So they would sign you to a record deal. And now they ha- they own your record, okay? And you think because they own it, they're going to promote it like crazy because they're going to make money. But they make more money making everyone buy one record of one mm. artist. So there's no confusion, you know? This is your only choice. It's almost like the Monopoly game, you know, the Monopoly thing that we have in the world now. You only have one choice. So here's your record. All of you buy it. And that's better for their sales. The other ones no one knows about because what they do is they said, well, we own your record. So we're not going to publicize it. But because we own it, you don't have any rights to the mm. recording. And we're just going to bury it. And what they did with... uh Sixto, this guy Rodriguez, fortunately, otherwise he would have forget it. He would have never, no one would have ever known anything. They said, well, well, because technology didn't allow for people in Africa to find out what was going on here. They just took all of his records and say, well, you know what? We'll make a little bit of extra money. We'll sell them in Africa. Nobody will ever know who buys them that, you know what I mean? They'll never know about this situation. And we'll just make some money that way. Uh, We'll make some money while we're burying him alive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. While he's buried alive, we'll be making some more money, extra money, while we promote, you know, the Bob Dylan or whoever of that time period that we wanted to. So uh, nowadays, as you know, uh, that that I don't think that could happen. Let's put that. My answer is I don't think it's possible for that to happen what they can do is they can still marginalize you and we still have this cancel culture where they you mm. know get a whole bunch of people to you know not know but they can marginalize you but they can't do what they did uh and at that time
0: hmm. interesting so while we're answering that question you talked about music rights and um, the lyrical liberals owning rights to the music and the actual artists not really being sure of what they are going to get out of it. And um, I think if two years, maybe, or three years ago, we, NFTs were just everywhere where we had the idea of artists being able to release their music and probably giving it out as NFTs where they're able to track who owns what and they're able to track what they get out of their music. But these days we don't really hear that much about NFTs. What do you think um, went wrong?
1: Well, here's what I think. I think what what happens is you, it's uh it's part of us of the natural cycle of how innovation works or new hmm. types of things. Uh, you know, I, you remember probably the dot com bubble in the two thousand, where there was all yeah. these companies, and the companies were given all kinds of attention just for having something new, not because they. they I mean, none of their companies were profitable. Nobody was selling it. You know, there was no. It was just like a, you know, a, a a fad, okay. But then, when the bubble burst, all these companies you didn't hear about them. And then, after a while, a handful of those companies resurged, You know, um, Netflix was was one of them. You know, their stock went down to almost nothing, but then they survived. Amazon survived. Apple, of course, was the first one to really uh, take off when, when the dot when the you know when the markets crashed and all that. So you had these, these kinds of situations. Um, it's part of a boom bust cycle that's you know related to uh, maybe human nature in general but definitely to capitalism, uh, you know this type of um, you know economy that we've chosen. It's not the only way by the way and um, but here's the thing it did start innovation and I think we could see big changes for the better if we do it properly. One thing you can do with technology now, is you can address our trickle-down uh, economy, which is right now causing a lot of problems in the world. You could combat it with a trickle-up economy, trickle-up. Hmm. And people don't understand, a lot of times if you just take something and go like this, you solve the problem. You know what I mean? I mean, you know just common sense. You can, If you know somebody who drinks too much, right, and we all know someone who does, yeah well you can st- stop drinking you can solve the problem right they have to stop drinking though with a trickle up economy jazz for peace uses the blockchain and cryptocurrency we have a cryptocurrency called trickle that's what hmm. it's called because we want people to get in the mindset of trickle up and if you go to jazzforpeace.org, which is our website you can actually click on um uh the the uh what do you call it the um where it's listed, you know, the platform where it's listed, the agency or whatever, where they sell it, um, I forgot the exchange, it's called exchange, an exchange, yeah. cryptocurrency exchange, and the cryptocurrency exchange where this is listed is called MintMe, and if you go to jazzforpeace.org and you're interested in that kind of thing, and I think people should be you can click on Mint Me or whatever where that logo is right next to it. You can click to go to see where it's listed on the exchange, what price it is selling for. And you can actually purchase if you want to some of these um this currency. You know, we're using it as a philanthropic cryptocurrency as part of our grant um awards. And what we want to do is we want to give the currency away for free, actually. Okay, two organizations that are doing good in society, because a lot of people that are trying to do good in the world, they're like, I I really want to help our society, but I got to make a living. How the hell am I going to get the money? We have to fundraise. We have to, you know, we have to get the money and the money has to trickle down. And by the time it comes down to us, there's hardly anything that trickles, you know, and then we got to wait so long for it. So what we want to do with Jazz for Peace is we want to trickle up. We want to help those who are helping others first, not last, with our Mm. Benefit Concert series. And as part of all of the things that we offer, we now have a cryptocurrency where we can also give that money to them. And as they spend it to do their good work, that's part of their mission. The money trickles up. It trickles up into society. Hmm.
0: So these are these
1: are wonderful things that you can do with technology.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So um what inspired you to utilize cryptocurrency?
1: Well, basically, um I saw that there's there's a number of issues in the world right now. One of them is um the US dollar in general, and then you have fiat currencies in general. And as you know, a lot of these fiat currencies, they're just printed up out of thin air by their government. You know, they're often not backed by anything, really. You know, there's sometimes they're supposed to be backed by gold in the beginning, but then after a while, they're not anymore. And then they're printed. And then, you know, another African country famous for printing money was Zimbabwe. (laughs) And, you know, that guy just printed, yo, here the Bills just came for so and so. Oh, great. Print up a bunch of money and give it to them. Okay, here you go. You know what I mean? And you do that over and over after a while. Your money's worth the Zimbabwe costs like a trillion dollars to get a loaf of bread in Zimbabwe, mm. you know? So uh cryptocurrency, you know, it's it's um it's a possible way to uh, you know, using the blockchain, using finite amounts and you know, having it backed by uh by different things. Um, It's possible that it could be a way forward. People are looking to a way forward uh, in this world where some of these um, fiat currencies um, might go into hyperinflation. They might go out of business. Mm. and People are looking for ways. Jazz for Peace, oddly enough, has a worldwide reputation for um, philanthropy for helping outstanding causes, for helping those who are helping others, and for achievement because we have a crazy testimonials page. And actually, um, I'll give your listeners that address. It's because we have jazzforpeace.org, which I just told you about, which is our main mm-hmm. site. But we have so much archive from all these events, uh, one in Nigeria that I told you about off camera. And yeah. um, people want to know. They want to see the video. So we have other areas where we can archive everything. This is called jazzforpeace.wordpress.com. And you mm-hmm. can go there and find all kinds of information. But if you add to that, just forward slash about, okay, So it's jazzforpeace.wordpress.com forward slash about. If you go to that page, you'll see testimonials. Well, first of all, you'll see supporters of well-known people around the world. All kinds of, you know, things that they said about our program and you can actually read what they've said and then in some instances if you want you click to see the whole letter but a lot of people just want to know what did so-and-so say what did your president there barack obama what did he say well we have it a little thing that he said you know and and this one and that one uh you know if you're in kenya what did rila odinga say he's a big hero in that country and you'll see what he said but then if you keep going you'll see a picture of a horse and it'll say hear from the horse's mouth And that's where you can scroll down forever and see hundreds and hundreds of testimonials from the actual grant recipients. Mm. And so that's what gives Jazz for Peace uh, the possibility where people can say, listen, hey, I need a ride to Mombasa. I have a philanthropic, uh, you know, I'm bringing aid. We don't we, we need, you know, I'll give you some of this currency that Jazz for Peace gave to us. I'll give you some of it if you'll do a philanthropic service for us and give us a ride with all these goods and services. You won't just be volunteering; you'll be getting Jazz for peace currency, which, as you know from Bitcoin, may be valuable, may go up in valuable in value, you know, over time. You see what I mean? So now yeah. it, it adds, it's already adding incentive. So right now, it already adds incentive to someone to help an outstanding cause, to be able to not only help them, but receive this currency as well. And when you look at all the jazz pieces done, you'll see that we are backed by achievement, by an organization that's kept our word and has a long history of actual achievement, actually doing things to make our world better. When you come to music, we have, this is another crazy thing, this is just recently, uh, we have our it, this is on our august august news and uh i don't know when this will come out but as for your listeners know this we're being recorded in in the, right in the middle of august now i think august 11th or something today yes. and uh basically our august news put this out so i started getting calls in july from people in kenya because i get I know I hear about stuff. I mean, people in America should, if you want to know about something, you should call me because I hear from stuff all over the world because of all of our things we've done for outstanding causes. These people start calling me in Kenya and they're like, Rick, can you get the word out to the world for us? And I said, Wow, well, what do you mean? You want me to get I'm the news agency all of a sudden, you know, but the (laughs) you know, they're not reporting it, they said. They're not I said, What's going on? They said, Well, we're having a problem with the government, they're shooting, they're shooting on civilians. We have video of this. So they send me the video, I said, is this, let me get, let me re verify this with other people in Kenya. And we contact other people that we worked with, and we show them the information, everything's verified. I said, well all right, listen, I'm going to do this for you guys. uh Because I want to see peace in Kenya. So we did a music video. Now, if it's not a music video, but it's a music NFT. It's a music mm. NFT. And Right now, you can find it on our August News. So so that would be jazzforpeace.org forward slash August 23 for the year 23, august23.pdf. And if you go on that, you see all the latest news from Jazz for Peace, new, all kinds of new stuff going on, new uh, reviews of our music and our podcasts and um, uh, interviews and all kinds of stuff, Uh, articles that came out. At the bottom... You will see our first music NFT. And here it is related to Africa. We did this because we want to get the word out about what's going on. And guess what? People can purchase. We have, well, I think there's, I don't know how many we minted. It might only be as little as five, but hmm. you can purchase one. And again, as you know, sometimes these NFTs go up in value. And I'm sure anyone who purchases, is one of these NFTs will definitely be able to sell it at a much higher price at a later date. If they want to sell it or if they want to keep it as a memento, of course, that's up to the to the purchaser. But I'm sure uh, this is a really good idea for people to go and get educated. When you look in the description, you can get educated about what's really going on in Kenya that you're not seeing on the news. And you can click on these little... Uh, Things that we have, uh, they open up and they show you the pictures that they've received, the messages, actual messages from the people that are contacting us, etc., uh, and the images that they filmed with their own camera with their own cell phones.
0: Hmm. Nice. All right, so let's go back. Let's talk about uh, the history of jazz for peace. Your goals and also your vision for using jazz music to unite the world.
1: Well, what really happened was I was a musician and I was traveling around the world anyway. I was a sideman playing in other people's bands that toured and traveled. Um, I was also a band leader myself. I had seven CDs out as a band leader and I had another one that came out um, on a compilation of uh Brazilian jazz compilation. So anyway, all of this music on me was circulating, plus my skills as a musician. So I was uh, traveling all over the world. And I was just seeing with my own eyes that it doesn't matter where you go on this planet, what country you go to, music makes a difference. It reaches people in a profoundly positive way. It offers soothing qualities and healing qualities. And um it has the ability to really uh cut through barriers of language of religion of creed of culture any barrier that holds us back music actually breaks through and being a jazz musician i noticed that the uh, the art form of jazz had a bunch of qualities that were very helpful for it, uh, people to embrace generally they had qualities such as um creativity you know there's crea- you heard me play so that's why you you see there's creativity involved there's it, it's it stimulates your intellect um there is humanity involved there's arts involved there's culture involved there's all these all of our you know species greatest qualities are in this packed into this uh, art form uh to be drawn from so when 911 occurred uh I just happened to be living only a quarter of a mile away from the World Trade Center. Whoa. and I just happened to be uh get a call all that morning tipped off by someone, hey, something's going on near you. What's you know, you better why don't you go uh, you better take a look at this. And I went up on my roof of my building and I was watching it from, you know, less than a quarter of a mile away. So I mean, I just, you know, I, it was just crazy. So I saw this And, of course, there was a reaction that came out of me, and that was the words of a poem, and the poem I called Jazz for Peace. And living up to the words of the poem I wrote, trying to live up to those words, is what led to all that Jazz for Peace eventually became. So, like I said, it started as a poem. It was read at a jazz festival for over 8,000 people that I was headlining at. So Mm. 8,500 people uh, approximately got to hear this poem which is rare. You know, a lot of people write a poem, no one ever hears it. Uh, and then that circulated back up. It was in the Southern part of the United States circulated back up to the Northern part. And then it was put to music for a concert up here. Then the, uh, the press got hold of it and there was a preview that had the jazz for poem recited that they put in the article and then it had a sentence by me and that sentence is if we fill our souls up with creativity artistry humanity things of that nature we will have a better chance to avoid the behavior that leads to destruction well that got picked up on all of the um Famous quotes, websites all around the world. And if you go on Google now and you type in Rick Delarada, famous quote, you'll see that thing on hundreds of websites. Mm. And that quote is resonating today because we really need to come to our senses and work together as a species to combat serious issues on our planet. We can't continue to be destructive. We have to now be constructive, address issues, solve problems, and solve them together you know you can't have um one person you know what i mean destroying something while another person is trying to fix it at the same time and expect to get progress you're going to get you know a wash if you're going to get zero if best you know you're going to get so so we've got to work together there's ways to do it i even know of them myself and if i know of them then they're, then anybody can figure it out um And technology is another issue. And there's a video of me. It's 50 seconds long. And it's also on the Internet. It's on YouTube. And I think the video is um, jazz musician solves world problem in 50 seconds. And it's Mm -hmm. basically just me. It's a short from a different interview. And you know how you can take a cut of the interview and make a little short. And it's basically me just saying, hey, technology, uh, which is such good that we're on this topic technology is eliminating jobs which of course many people are worried that is a bad thing however you can turn it into a good thing and here's how okay so you've got technology now that maybe can flip a hamburger maybe you have technology that can you know create a robot that moves a box maybe you have technology that can you know do numerous things write do most of a research paper where you just have to tweak it, you know? Great. Mm-hmm. So that those were things that were jobs that were creating money that were, that were creating profit, right? They were done by humans, but now the profit's being created and the human doesn't have to do it. So guess what you can do? You can take that money and spread it around to humans who don't have to do that work because it's being done by, you know, technology. And guess what you can tell those humans to do? Here is some money for you to not have to flip a burger today. We're going to give you money to not have to. And with that time that you now have your ha- on your hands, we want you to, del- to dig deep inside your soul for what your passions are to make our world and our society better. Because, you know, everyone's dreams People re- rarely, I mean, I don't know anybody who dreams of destroying our world. You know what I mean? Hmm. Most most people's dreams and goals are wonderful. They're making our world better. You know, I have a dream. It might be someone who says, you know what? I have a dream to clean that water and those fish that all died over here that was destroyed by blah, blah, blah. Great. Now that person has time where he doesn't have to go to that job and come home all tired. You know what I mean? with no time left to per, to push that dream forward. Now he has energy and he has the money from technology that made the money. So he's getting that money. Now he has the time to, to focus on his dream. And guess who he can call? He can call Jazz for Peace. There's people to call and one of them is us. And you can contact us and say, hey, Jazz for Peace, you know, I know you did this for him. I know you did that for him. I know. What about being who you, you say you're all this? Why don't you help me too? Great. We want you to do that. So, you know, learn about Jazz for Peace and send us a comment about what you know about us. We'll start to work with you to fulfill your dream. And now guess what? Instead of going there all day to do that job that technology can now do, he can work with numerous people that want to help him, us being one of them. And if Mm. he's got nobody else, he can work with us all day if he wants. I don't care. We just want to see results. We're very, um, our thing is really achievement.
0: Mm. All right. So um, still on technology, I know in the pre-call, we talked about using things like um, video conferencing to collaborate with different artists around the world and everything. So how has um, that kind of technology helped you in your advocacy
1: well you know one concert that i told you uh recently that we had was in nigeria and uh there were numerous artists who wanted to participate they were in other countries and of course there's no Mm. way we could get everybody over to abuja nigeria i came to abuja nigeria and met all of the musicians there and rehearsed with them and we had this wonderful 10-piece band uh, with myself and so they had live entertainment which was fantastic what you need to have but we were able to with a big one of those big screens you know big giants like almost like a big giant screen from a movie in a movie theater I think it was at least the same size and okay. we were able to project other artists from around the world to talk about what this event means to them, what Jazz for pieces meant to them. And they were able some of them to perform uh, a short song or whatever. Uh, so that, you know, like I just like I did here, you know, I mean, you're in Nigeria, there's no way I could get over there to be in person to play before I would have to get to Niger- get into your studio to play that song. <laughs> now I could play it this way. And I think what we need to do is incorporate the two because, you know, live internet, I think, you know, what we did at that concert is a perfect model for how we can do it. So in other words we have the live entertainment and then on top of that we can instead of replacing it we can augment it. And that's what we did in Abuja Nigeria that I was so proud of. Um because you know we helped an actual musical artist her name was Upemi mm. Akpan and she herself is a musical artist so we were helping her musical career promoting her song promoting you know things like that. And um so so, you know, she, of course, really saw that you, you you can't just, you know, make it a remote thing completely. You have to have the live performance uh, and there's no replacement for that. But you can also augment it. By having some, and we had, you know, people from. I know I, she was announcing them, you know, here and there as we, as I was hearing it. Or they had. We had an announcer actually, and it was like the local um, the local newscaster in, in in Abuja or something was the announcer. Mm. And she was saying that we're going to bring in such and such from Paris, you know, all different cities in the world, and they bring wow. them in for a couple minutes each. Like I said, to you know, to talk about what this event meant to them, uh, play a little song, etc.
0: Hmm. Nice. So that's um, doing that remote. Okay, you have the live components, which you say is always important because you have that um, energy and everything. But when you have the remote artists coming in, how do they replicate that energy and spontaneity in the well, session? Well, that's
1: why. So, so that that's why it, they're what they're doing is complementing it, not replacing mm. it. Because see, when you're live especially if you're jazz, like I'm doing, I'm able to play music that is basically, um, it's basically being, it's originating from the vibe of of being in Nigeria, the vibe mm-hmm. of the people that are there, the vibe of that minute, that day, that time and space now. So I'm able to provide that. Do you see what I mean? What they're providing is, you know, a performance based on their, you know, their, their remote location, they're not able to, to bring that to the table. So what, but the, what they are able to do is augment what I'm doing by offering, you know, uh, their words of welcome, their song, etc. So they're able to augment it. But like I said, they're not able to actually you know do what i was able to do and when you look around the room and you uh there, when you see the video of it you know they panned around the room and showed the actual uh, participants you know and i was feeling their warmth and their energy you know mm-hmm. so it was a collaboration almost the music that was being made in the improvisation of it and in, in the sense in the areas where i was improvising Mm. Plus, me performing with Nigerian musicians. Do you know what I mean? I mean, no, yeah. nobody else, you know, they're not able to do that. They're, they're going to play, you know, a guitar or whatever their violin in France. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm right there with the musicians from Nigeria. So, yeah, it was an augmentation. Uh, you know, it was just wonderful the way they did it. I hope people will, you know, take a look at that, talk to Jazz Repeat of how we can incorporate them, but in a way that is respectful to both. Uh, both mm. opportunities you know in a way that doesn't you know try to do something that technology can't do which is you know like I said and not uh, in the same way also not do it in a way that is gonna you know mess up either one if the way we had it was was just right for me the people to see the importance of my live performance but also to see the contribution of the augmented video
0: hmm all right. So when we talk about things like streaming and social media, how have you been able to use them to share this, your message of um, jazz for peace?
1: Well, you know, again, it's a little bit challenging because you have your advantage. You have your advantages of, you know, you can reach anybody, anybody that has email, you can reach them, etc. But you also have to. Uh, make a personal connection, which is harder to make, you know, when you have mm. the side, you know, the, the cyber, it's a different when You can meet someone in person. So we try to work with each uh, outstanding cause to tell them, listen, um, you want, you're thinking in your mind, I'll throw this out a blast Facebook blast. You know what I mean? And we, we have to really talk to them and say, that's not a personal one on one outreach. That's a, you know what I mean? That's a social, that's why they call it social media. That's a social connection. And so mm-hmm. you have to do that at the right time in the right place. So what we start out with is a comment from the person who has an outstanding cause or is an outstanding artist. You know, they review our information. Maybe they, they watch your podcast and they go to some of the links that I, I talked about and they review some of that information and they say, wow. Let me write mm. to jazz for peace and tell them what I think. That we call a seedling because everything's based around a tree. Because nobody can, no one can say they don't know what a tree is, you know. So yeah. this is a seedling. Now that's a personal. They personally experience jazz for peace, and they're writing to us about their personal experience of watching your podcast, of you know, listening to the music that I play, checking out some of the other things that they want to check out from the links, and that's their. This is their personal comment. So that's personal it's not a social thing you know it's their own personal comment that's a seedling now the next step we try to create a document that has their personal comment in it but also explains to their explains to people what uh, what we want to do with that comment and what we're trying to tell people is we want to take this comment and grow it into the branch the uh the roots of a tree so that we can mm. grow a tree from those Roots and what are the roots? The roots are the VIP guests of honor. Again, personal, not social. Right? VIP means very important person. So we're trying to single out who the people are that are going to be the guests of honor at this event. That can be uh, you're if you're a, if you're an organization, then you should have a board. You know what I mean? Your board members, yeah. your team members. If you're if you're an organization, could, if you might not even have a board, but you have a team. Those people are going to read that letter. So you're going to create a letter that's you're going to. Look and make sure it's going to resonate to them. We edit it back and forth. Okay, we've got something that my board members, is going to really resonate with them. Now they can look at that letter, click on whatever they want to click on and give their comment. Their comments grow that little seedling into roots because they're coming from the original comment. Now, these, now we have roots. You follow me? Now we have a tree with roots. But yeah. when you look into the ground at a picture of a tree, you see, it's very expansive those roots, right? They're like whoosh. You're not just a, a handful. So now we want to expand the roots. So now, and, and at the same time, this is to grow the donor base of that organization. We want to grow the fan base, if it's music or whatever. We want to grow that. You know, you have your core people that believe in what you're doing. They're the choir. You're almost preaching to the choir because they already love your organization. They know. Yeah. But now we want to. Now we want to preach to. The outreach of that choir. So, in other words, let's say your best friend is a board member on your organization, but his sister, his mother-in-law, his best friend—you've never met them, you know. Now, he, your best friend, who's a board member on your organization, he already's on board. He's like, "I got it. I see it. Yes, I want to be a part of this. I want to. I want to see Jazz Peace take us closer to where we need to be," you know. I want to be on the ride for this. Great. You're a VIP. You're going to be a VIP guest of honor at this event. But what about his mother-in-law? She's a nice woman. What about his uh, friend at work? You know what I mean? These are good people. What's wrong with them? Well, nothing's wrong. They just haven't been communicated. So he now can take that letter. And sometimes we'll add his comment at the bottom, you know, so his friend can see. Show it to his friend. Show it to his mother-in-law. Show it to his wife. You know what I mean? And yeah. wait, whoa, wait a minute. And get them involved. Now you have the complete set of roots. You've expanded those roots to new blood that's going to come on and be a part of your mission. You know, your good, your the mission of your good work. So now you have the roots. Guess what we can do with that? With that, we can have a confirmed event. Now we can confirm this event. And basically, we have something that Jazz for Peace can start uh pushing the train, growing the tree. You see what I mean? Because once you have a confirmed event and everybody knows jazz is coming to wouldn't be Kampala. What's the name of your city? What's the um, name? Putha Kots. Osan Kots. Okay. Let's just say, uh, let's say it's Osan Kots. And Jazwares, no, we 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 went to we Kampala's in Uganda, but we went to Abuja, which is also we've also been to Kampala. But uh, now we're going to go to Osuncoats. Wow, that would be wild. Okay, they're coming. Are they really coming? Yes, we're really coming. The mm. event is confirmed. Okay, we're not kidding around anymore. Now we can go to the local businesses is in Osuncoats. We can go to those local businesses and say, hey, guess what? Have you ever, you know. Look at this. This is Jazz for Peace. Wow, it looks great. Well, they're coming to Awesome Coats. Wow, what for? To help this organization? Jeez, I never even heard. Well, look at the organization. Look at the good work they're doing. They're trying to do something. Whatever that is, it could be help the needy. It could be whatever. There it is. You know, some there's so many outstanding causes that you could you know help in this world. Uh, they're doing this great work. Oh my God, great. We need you to be one of the local business sponsors. You know what I mean? Wow, that sounds great, but what do I get? Well, there's a lot you get. You're going to get publicity in the community. You're you're, you know, you're you're going to be on all the posters, your name. You're going to be at the VIP room, and if you're like a a beverage uh, company, you're going to be giving your beverages to the VIPs, you're going to be hmm. meeting all these people in person. You're going to be, you know, it's great promotion for you. Great. So now we're able, with this confirmed event, to solidify all of these sponsors. These sponsors, hopefully, are going to be with you year in and year out. Hopefully, they're going to continue on board with your outstanding cause. That's only one branch. As you know, a tree has many branches. You follow me? So now we're going to grow all these different branches. Publicity and awareness is another event. You can publicize something locally, regionally, nationally all over Africa. Some missions, sometimes someone has a mission that could work, could help people all over Africa. Sometimes you have a mission that could help people all over the world. Jazz for Peace is going to bring that to you, international recognition. You know, sometimes we're able to reach someone who's interested in what you're doing, but doesn't know about you. They're somewhere else, but they will be one of your, you know, donors going forward because they want to help people in Africa, whatever it is. That's, a. a they're, they're only one branch. So there's a lot of ways you can win with Jazz for Peace because any one of these branches could be a home run, you know. Mm. It could be not a big deal either, but if you got one branch that's not a big deal, and if you got three branches that are not a big deal, but one of them is, you know. One, one of them, let's say, new and prestigious supporters, we get through to somebody very influential in this town, and he falls in love with this whole idea and you get a home run. You see what I mean? Now you can see why the testimonials on that page that I told you are so glowing from mm. each organization because they didn't have to win at every single branch. Sometimes it's just one or two branches, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of ways to win and you know all we need is a helpful step forward to satisfy uh these outstanding causes in their eyes. Because all these testimonials are them talking, not us.
0: Hmm. All right. So, what role do you see technology playing in future with respect to musical collaboration and outreach, like you're doing?
1: Well, I think one of the first things we have to do is we have to raise the the consciousness of people in general, so that people can see, hey, wait a minute, you know, I want to be a part of the solution, not the problem. So, I want to be a part of of all of these ways that Technology can make a difference, can help. I want to be a part of it. I want to be take an active role. So raising people's consciousness and using technology to do that by podcasts like this, where somebody can watch this podcast and say, darn it, I think I'd like a little bit of this in my life. You know, mm. my life's a little boring at the moment. I want to throw in some, uh, you know, helping our planet, be helping the world, helping outstanding causes, throw in some jazz for peace or the mission or the spirit throw some of the spirit into my life, I want to bring some of this in. Now technology is being used to lift people's conscience. Once you have people who see this as wow, this is a great way forward. And I myself can be a part of it, then we can get involved in all of these technological advances that we're do- doing uh, with, as you know, our benefit concert series by ex- expanding them, including remote, you know, some of the remote presentations at the events, to you know the cryptocurrency that I told you about that can be gifted to people to actually uh, help them do their good deeds and then trickle up into the world instead of down. Um, other things like um, you know the things that we've talked about uh, um, the NFTs where people mm. can find out what's going on in Kenya. I mean it's amazing what you can find out in Kenya from that little NFT, and then guess what? You can have ownership okay and that is you know you're not giving those funds you know i'll tell you something you know the ice cube the guy ice cube he's a rapper yeah okay this guy ice cube and this is another thing that's going on right now in the world people are just saying stuff that's blowing people's minds if you are attentive okay and um uh one thing that i mean there's a number of stuff i I could talk about but just off the top of my head this guy ice cube He just goes on this podcast and he just kind of casually says, casually says that the same people that own the jails in the United States, big privatized jails, are the same people that own the rap labels. The same Mm. person. Imagine. And now when he said that, that resonated with me so much because when rap music came out, I listened to Grandmaster Flash and I saw potential, right? This is a chance for somebody uh in the ghetto off the street whatever to be able to spread their heartfelt uh you know experiences and maybe we can take this and and you know do something good or whatever uh enlighten people, etc. Here's his potential. But guess what happens when it gets owned by the jail system? That needs inmates, right now because all of a sudden I saw rap become this violent promotional. Hmm. It was like, a, you know what I mean, like a, uh, it was like a uh, megaphone of violence, right? A megaphone of violence, and I stopped listening to YouTube because I said, if I listen, and the best way to get in jail, the best way for me to get behind a jail cell, which is the last <laughs> place I want to be, by the way, right? Is to listen to this song and go do what this guy's telling me. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm like, I need to hear that song. Like I need a hole in the head. Like I have no. There's nothing. Yeah, I have. There's nothing I can get from listening to that song. You know what I mean? I got nothing to gain to listen to that song. And then you stop. I just stop listening to it because what do I want to hear? Something that's gonna get me exactly where I don't want to go. The last place I want to go. So he says it. He said because the jails, the people who own the jails need inmates so they can collect money from the governments or whatever to run the jail. They mm. can't do it without inmates. So they're going to promote the rapper. And the, he said the rappers knew that their violent song is the one that was going to be promoted, while there are other songs that had messages and were doing it. Yeah. Were, those were going to just be part. Uh, if you're lucky, it's going to be released as just part of the album filler. You know what I mean? But they're going to promote that. So, you know, um, those are things that are coming out now that uh, are just, you know, very, very, um, it's very sad. But at least the faster that the faster that information comes out and the faster we correct it, the better.
0: Hmm.
1: So what was your that even lost me? Your question was, how is technology what helping to what was the question?
0: Okay, what role do you see it um, playing in future arts collaboration and outreach?
1: In future outreach. Okay, so in future outreach, I think we can um, let, well, I say let the cream rise to the top. You know what I mean? So take some of these truths that are coming out now and uh, start to work together. What I've always wanted to do, what I've always wanted to do is unite people in a positive way from all aspects of of life okay and so um there's a video about that it's on Vimeo but it's an interview that I did in Pakistan
2: mm-hmm. and it
1: was a TV station they're called AbTAC TV A B B and then T A A K AbTAC is the name of their uh and they interviewed me and they were asking me the question like you, you asked and I said to them and I was in Lahore Pakistan when I said this I said listen you have to realize something. The fish, when they're swimming, right? They have no idea that they just cross from Pakistan into Nepal <laughs> or into India. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have no idea. Those birds that are flying overhead, they don't have their passports. You know, they don't have they don't have a visa. They don't, these these animals, they have no idea that they're flying. You know, we have to start to look at the world as, you know, um. Not as you know, areas where we are blocked from entry, but areas where we are using technology, as you're saying, for us to be able to unblock some of these situations hmm. and then communicate in a positive way so that we can address some of the issues of our world in a proper way, in a humane way, uh, you know, in a just way, these kinds of things.
0: All right. So how can listeners reach you? Probably they want to listen to your music. They want to learn from you or they want to learn more about you.
1: Well, you know, our email address is real simple. It's info at jazzforpeace.org. So that's I-N-F-O at symbol J-A-Z-Z-F-O-R-P-E-A-C-E dot O-R-G. And that's a real easy way to check us because we even check the spam if it gets caught in the spam. (laughs) And like I said, a great thing to do if anyone wants to just get a hold of Jasper Beast for any which way is just tell us what you saw. Tell us what you you, uh, viewed and what you thought. Just your own, just be honest. Just give us an honest comment. And that tells us a lot about you. That's the beautiful thing. Because when we know who you are, now we know how we can help you based on that knowledge. And how we can work with you, and where you can fit in, because there's a point of entry for anyone at Jazz for Peace. You, you don't have to be an outstanding cause. You could just be uh, an a, you can be a person who attends an event, you know, just part of the general populace, or you could be uh, a, someone with a business that wants to advance your your business, you know, uh, utilizing the good work of Jazz for Peace to get you know pub, uh, good publicity for your cause. It could be any which way. Um, that you can do it. So that's a great way. Uh, of course, our website, jazzforpeace.org. And of course, if you can spell my name, rickdelerata.com is my own personal website. Um, and I think from there you can just, like I said, uh just Google the little things that I also mentioned, you know, Rick Dolorada famous quote or whatever, just to get you on your journey. You know, if you see something you like, you can click on it and watch it.
0: Hmm. All right. So it was really great talking to you, Rick. And thank you for coming to speak with us today on the Tech Your Business show. And for the listeners, thank you for being with us up to this point. I hope you really enjoyed yourself. I hope you've really picked, you've really been entertained and educated, and you've picked one or two things that you can use in your business from this um, topic. So thank you listeners for being with us up to this point. Until next week, when we are back with another episode of the Tech Your Business podcast, don't forget to keep taking your business.
2: Bye for now.